Brewers and D-backs third game of four at Miller Park. Chase Anderson facing his former team and Zach Grinke, who hasn't lost since April 29th on the mound in this one. It was Grinke who blinked first. Payoff hits, runners go, Bandy in the left field. That is way back, Tomas looks up, it's off the face of the wall. Sogard's in, Aguilar's in, here comes Shaw, he's in. Three RBI double for Jet Bandy. Three to nothing, Milwaukee. And pitching to spots, swinging a fly ball to left in the corner. Get up, get out of here, and it is gone for Aguilar. And the Brewers add one more. One, two pitch. Down he goes. And a swing and a miss. Big curveball called, strike three. Right off the end of the bat, Shaw's right there, playing in. Seven no-hit innings. And there's a ground ball up the middle, laid out, Sogard can't get it. And there is a base hit. The first of the game. And a well-deserved round of applause. Good job by Anderson. Best start of his career. A nifty performance for Chase Anderson, who strikes out a career-high 11, takes a no-hitter into the eighth, and improves to 3-1 on the year. Brewers beat the D-backs 5-1. The win snaps a five-game losing skid for Milwaukee. Chase Anderson nearly unhittable on Saturday, taking a no-no into the eighth. Here's Anderson talking about his stellar outing. You know, I really didn't notice anything probably until the sixth or seventh inning. I was really locked in. I knew I didn't go out of the stretch much besides the first inning. Um, but I think I was just really focused on hitting spots, really just looking up on the board and see what was due up for the next inning, really trying to get an idea what I was going to do that hitter. And you know, I, was, I was pretty locked in from, from the get-go today. And you don't really get that opportunity to do that all the time. Um, obviously, I'd like to finish that and get that no-hitter and get the shutout. But, you know, the, the fans are the way to support us in this town. Is, um, I've never experienced anything like it, so just giving a little bit of a hat tip back to them, just show my, you know, um, gratitude for what they've done for us and the support they always give us. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a cool time. Jet Bandy had a front row seat behind the dish for Anderson's outing. Here's the catcher talking about his battery mate's stellar performance. It was great. It's like a video game. You know, I was just putting down fingers and he was throwing it. You know, he did a great job. It was all on him. How did you uh, adjust with him after those first two walks during the first? Yeah, you know, uh, he, he was throwing. He was uh, he was throwing well. He just missed a couple times uh, those couple walks early, and then you know we started throwing all of his pitches early. He found a groove, and he had all four of them working throughout. Early on in the game, did it seem like he was bringing something special today, or did you notice anything different? No, same old chase. You know, same routine, same everything, and you know he went out out there and did a really good job for us today. How about 97 on the first inning, though? That's not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe the old team had something to do with that, a little extra backspin. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was, throwing, he was throwing hard, and everything was great today. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Craig Council's squad needed a big performance from Chase Anderson on Saturday to snap a five-game losing skid. Here's the skipper talking to reporters after the win. Thinking about that before the game is that it just it's that one big performance from somebody that, that, that gets it done for you and snaps you, kinda, snaps you out of it. And, you know, Chase... Um, you know, I, G drove the bus today for sure. You know, he, he took care of it. Um, that was an, it was an incredible performance for sure. A chance there to be a tough spot early, walking those first two guys. And then yeah. Goldschmidt's killed you, but it kind of set the tone there with that strikeout. Well, the whole rest of that inning, he, he was, you know, I mean, he struck out Lamb and Goldschmidt that inning. So, I mean, that was, that was pretty impressive. Is that right? He struck out, he struck out Lamb too? Yeah, so... You know, he got it together, and you know, I thought he made some good pitches to Blanco that just missed. So, um, 
but uh, I thought Jet did a good job getting him through that first inning, especially. Um, and then he was, you know, after like you said, after that first inning, he really got it going. The other thing he did in that first is he hit 97, and that's not been normal, but he's thrown a little harder this year. Yeah, I, into well, it's certainly, um, you know, his velocity has been up all year, I think, um, and it was probably up a, you know, a tick today. I mean, I think Chase has become a little bit of a different pitcher um, because of that. Um, and um, so I think he's still making some adjustments with that. But obviously today it was, it was it was a lot about his fastball today. I mean, his fastball was certainly the best fastball he's had this year. Um, you know, and I you know I saw some 95s in the seventh inning. So it was you know it was, it was good stuff. Craig, you see a lot of Zach um, when he's locked in like he was those first three innings. It looks like he could be in for a real long day. He was just dominant there early on. But what changed? Well, our at-bats, just we gave him tough at-bats. I mean, it was simple as that. I mean, you know, you know, we got a little bloop double from, from Sogard, and then I thought Aguilar and Travis Shaw had tremendous at-bats, laying off stuff. Um, and then obviously Jets at-bat, you know, he's, you know, um, Zach got into a spot where, you know, he started going off speed quite a bit. He used the slider quite a bit. It got him, you know, it got the strikeout on Santana. Um but Jet, you know, eventually saw a bunch of pitches, laid off a couple sliders, and and still he hadn't seen a fastball. I don't believe in that at bat yet. And then, you know, to hit a square ball up and, and double off the wall, pretty impressive. Nobody had seen a fastball for many. Yeah, we had. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think maybe Travis saw one, but uh, you're right. He when Zach gets in trouble, it's slider. Yeah. He puts you in slider hell, doesn't he? And, and your, you know, your guys. Laid off just enough. In well, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a really good slider. So it's um, understandable, and it's a, it's a strikeout, it's a strikeout pitch. Um, but we laid off a bunch of them, you know. And I think regardless of what I was just in that inning, you're thinking we we took a piece of them here, no matter what happens, for sure, you know. Because yeah, they threw, I think, 35 pitches. Yeah. That that double changes that inning too, doesn't it? Getting him into the stretch after he so looked so comfortable the first three innings. Yeah, I mean, just getting something going. I mean, he was, um, you know, his first three innings were, you know, quick. You know, he was throwing just a ton of strikes. He wasn't throwing balls, um, and they were they were on the edges. Um, so, just getting something going, getting him in the stretch. Um, you know, I think start started it. Craig, with um, Chase entering the eighth at 111, if he gets out of that, um, you have to assume he's at least in 120. I mean, does he have a path to a no-hitter uh, pitch-wise? Yeah, at? I mean, there was, you know, there's going to be a lot of conversation at that point for sure. Um, I, I still thought there was a path to it. Yes, I did. I mean, he had to get through the, you know, I was hoping he got through the eighth, and I was hoping I had a tough decision. You had Scahill up in the, was it the seventh? Was that Torres if, was up in the seventh, yeah. Okay. Was that it, was there a scenario where a guy came in with a no hitter intact? I wasn't. No, it was. I mean, if there was some walks involved, certainly. I mean, the lead he went he went three two to the leadoff hitter there, and he'd thrown a bunch of pitches to him. So there was this, you know, I mean, it, you know, it was eight or nine pitches to the first hitter of that inning. So that guy gets on. It's more about making sure that he's ready for, you know, he's ready for that for that. You know, hit her away is what, and then you got to get a, get him up at that point. Consider what had gone on this week. You could make a case that last night was your toughest loss of the season. Um, 
You make that case a lot, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my first time this year. No, you've made that before already. This year? Yes, you have. Oh, yeah. really? I'll have to go back. It's kind of like when I talked to you about Hernan Perez last year. As you know the exact day and time. You're unbelievable. Um, but, but, I mean, you, know, you guys needed something positive, didn't you? I mean, no, we did. We did. And, and that's why, you know, like I said, you, you get to perform. Somebody, you know, kind of takes control of that and takes charge of it. And Chase took charge of that today. And... And Jet catching him, and then obviously having, you know, we talked about Solgar's at bat in San Diego is a great at bat. That's pretty darn close right there. Jimmy Nelson takes the mound for the Brewers on Sunday in the finale of this four-game series.